0: Welcome to the WAC Podcast, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan at Lockhart Arena. For those of you watching on YouTube, you're fresh off from a trip from Las Vegas, Nevada, where the men's soccer tournament was held. We're knee-deep into basketball now. We've had a couple of weeks of action. We'll get into that. Let's start off with men's soccer. Uh, When we talked to you last, Kendra, it was the championship match. Is California Baptist against UNLV, the the Cinderella story of UNLV, the four seed, but uh, the slipper did not fit, as it turns out.
1: It did not. You know, California Baptist came away with the victory, the first team in WAC tournament history for the men to go back to back tournament champions, and and really they just looked so solid. Credit to UNLV. I mean, this is a team that was picked eighth, obviously in the preseason, right. and and sure way. In
0: the tournament right yeah. they
1: end up host. they end up making into the tournament they make a run in the championship and you know it was a 2-1 win for cbu lewis muller was I, I, uh I have
0: so messed up that name on top play
1: it's well is we, it is like
0: is it like it's,
1: if you say in more of the english it's lewis muller but then, if you're going German, it would be like Luis Müller. But
0: then I noticed Ben Wilson saying Luis still.
1: Yes, and I and and that's coming from the German side, I believe, because you know you talk to Co-Michaelson, he says Lewis, and they say Mueller, but in Ger, in his German side, I guess it's Mueller.
0: So it's very yeah. A little yeah you know what Michelson. I call him? Most outstanding player of the <laughs> tournament. That's what I call him.
1: He sure was. I mean, he scored the two goals, the two goals in the championship. He assisted. Um, in the semifinals, I mean, it, he was just phenomenal. You leave him open, and he'll make you pay. He had a phenomenal header in the semi. Also, in the championship, there was no doubt that he had to be the most outstanding player. Credit to UNLV. Uh, Nico Lopez, he had the hat trick, first hat trick in WAC men's soccer tournament history. He scored the goal, uh, the lone goal for the Rebels in the championship. Four goals in the tournament, pretty impressive. But yeah, CBU just looked really good. They have incredible defense, and then of course with with Mueller on t- uh, at the top, uh, just able to bury some goals. And so they're headed back to the tournament. They'll take on uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. If we're being <laughs> on uh, november 16th that's thursday 7 p.m for a chance uh to advance they they took on ucla last year in the tournament it was a 2-1 loss and so they're looking to make some noise again and they certainly so, have the so pieces to a do so.
0: a winnable match
1: i think so you know i don't think you can count out well, California well, winnable, Baptist. I guess, right? but... yeah no i think i think they definitely definitely have a shot at uh at you know advancing in the tournaments
0: and now they have that experience that you talked about from last year uh seattle U also getting an at-large bid so shout out to the red hawks uh, they were the number one seed their top 10 ranked team coming in but they get upset in the semis against UNLV. they're in they go to oregon state for their first matchup yeah and
1: that's an exciting one because uh they actually the Red Hawks defeated Oregon State two to one during the regular season that was September 7th that was at home in Seattle and so this is you know a a really good battle and if Seattle U comes out and, and plays the way that they've really been playing all year I think they have a chance to also advance and also Oregon State that's a BJ Craig of UNLV's old school where he used to exactly. be. Yeah, okay. so very so, much just so a lot of connections kind, all
0: there. All kinds of tie ins there. So we look forward to that. That'll be Thursday, both of those matches. So, and then men's soccer only 48 teams qualify for the tournament. So it's a little bit different than the setup, you know, the traditional 64 that we're used to. Also wanted to touch on Grand Canyon women's soccer. Their season came to an end at USC one to nothing. They played a great match. De'Ara Jackson had a fantastic save in that one as well, but it was uh, not to be, but very competitive from the Lopes and uh, Chris Sissel and, and what a great season, the four seed from the WAC tournament playing USC one zero. That's, pretty good for whack soccer it's
1: pretty impressive just shows you you know the depth in our league in both the men and the women's side and shout out to coach Sissel and you know what what he's been able to do with with the lopes he's always built a successful program and so very cool and and that's a team that i think will go back to the ncaa tournament very soon
0: we're gonna have more on volleyball coming up in our next segment Uh, if you can hear the volleyballs bouncing behind us
1: voices practices
0: going on here we currently have top seed (laughs) Stephen f austin in the he's a yeah. as as they say Stephen f austin by the way 16 and 0 in the whack pretty impressive 27 match home win streak longest in the country i believe 38th ranked team in the rpi a lot to be excited about for the lady jacks but we'll talk a little bit more about that in our next segment basketball we got underway november 6th was opening night we had all kinds of games going on we had the big upset we talked about last week with abilene christian knocking off oklahoma state oh yeah so this week our first ticket smarter players of the week starting on the men's side ut arlington's dewan gordon california baptist dominique daniels jr is the newcomer of the week dewan gordon is the player of the week a graduate transfer guard had a couple of double doubles for uta so we didn't touch on it too much last week just but they opened up. They beat Oral Roberts, who was in the NCAA tournament you last year. Just call me year.
1: Jess. We got to go back now. Oh my <laughs> goodness
0: gracious! See, you've been gone for so long that I've re- replaced you in my. Mind. I
1: know. I know. Kendra. Kendra.
0: Kendra, Sheehan. She
1: in. She in. She's in. All in.
0: <laughs> um, sorry about that, Kendra. I, I do. It's okay. I do it's apologize. Okay. Uh So, Dwan Gordon. <laughs> uh had uh two double doubles they beat oral roberts a team that went to the ncaa tournament last year and this is a new group of guys for kt turner new coach so that was a great win for them they start off the season two and all
1: yeah really impressive you never know what you're going to get when you have a brand new team pretty much not a whole lot of uh Players on that squad from last year's roster. You get KT Turner, new head coach, and starts 2-0 and on the year. It just fills a lot of confidence with the guys and their quality wins. You mentioned Oral Roberts, and then they also played UT Tyler as well, but very exciting for that program.
0: Five men's basketball teams off to 2-0 and starts. California Baptist, Grand Canyon, Seattle U, UT Arlington, and Utah Valley. Grand Canyon, by the way, they had a big win over Southeast Missouri State on opening night, followed that up with an 89-55 to win over Northern Arizona from the Big Sky Conference. And Colin Moore hit a half-court shot at the end of the first half. What's interesting right now, and and I don't have it in front of me, but Ray Harrison, I believe, is their fifth-leading scorer after two games. Two games in. But uh, Tyon Grant Foster had 30 points his first game. He's the transfer. Played at Kansas originally. Played at DePaul. And now he's at Grand Canyon. Gabe McLaughlin's back harrison's back colin moore showing he's a player he had 12 points including that court shot sydney curry is a force to be reckoned with don't i know it covering him
1: at the juco level
0: there's a lot of players to be excited about and javon blackshirt jr hasn't hit the floor yet
1: interesting i know that he was still you know going through that rehabilitation process so i'm assuming he'll you know get on the floor but you know that might be you know hey we don't want to get him on before he's ready but, I mean, Ray Harrison, fifth leading score. although it's early, that just shows you the depth on that squad.
0: So they will be playing at the uh, Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale. They're going to play San Francisco, the Dons. Um, always a good matchup there on the 17th. And then they play either DePaul or South Carolina on the 19th. So a couple of big matchups coming up for GCU. And then uh, before too long, Jess, we're going to have that first Oh, week my gosh. Conference.
1: You said Jess again. We're going <laughs> to... First time I let I know we have First to be time. quiet because First time,
0: shame on me. Second time shame on or shame on you. What is it?
1: I don't feel like any should be shame on again. me <laughs>
0: because it's
1: not me. I feel like and also this lower it makes just sound so sad. It does. It
0: does sound so <laughs> but sad. But we
1: are very Sorry. happy. We're I'm just sad
0: that I said it again, and I'm excited. <laughs> Jess is going to be on, and I'll call her Kendra probably.
1: Do it twice just for fun.
0: <laughs> so anyway, Grand Canyon. <laughs> so we do have. Mm. Kendra, we have (laughs) WAC play starting up November 29th, so we do have that that week of WAC play, so it's early in the season, then they go back to non-conference, and then they finish up the season starting first week in January all the way through WAC Vegas conference play.
1: That means Road to WAC Vegas, our 30-minute show, airing on ESPN Plus Weekly, will actually get underway right after Thanksgiving. Already have
0: some some episodic elements in the can, That's right, as
1: as they say, getting ready, so...
0: Can't Mark wait. your
1: calendar for that.
0: Women's basketball or player of the week goes to Brianna Gillen, who is also our preseason player of the year from Utah Tech, and uh the, <laughs> the newcomer of the week, uh Begovic, Angela Begovic from Tarleton. So, congratulations to them. Gillen, by the way, fifth-year guard, averaged twenty-two and a half points, sixty-two and a half percent shooting, nine and a half rebounds, six point six assists, two steals. So. Uh, Stuff in the stat sheet for the Utah Tech women's basketball team.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I, you know, Gillen's a player who we knew was going to be very talented, and so just her coming out and and proving why she was the preseason player of the year. You know, it's always funny when you talk to players, and they're like, "Yeah, it's great the preseason, but I want to be the 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 postseason, the actual player of the year." And so, but she's well on her way.
0: And we also had uh, some uh, matchups in the WAC Conference USA. Scheduling alliance. And then so far, knock on wood, the WAC has been playing pretty well in these games.
1: Yeah. You know, don't don't discount the WAC. I mean, this is a cool alliance that they're doing. Um, you know, to be able to have these games. And it's a part of a larger picture and a larger vision of Commissioner Brian Thornton as well. But yeah, a great start for our WAC school so far, picking up some big wins and just building that confidence. There's so many new players and so many new rosters really cycled in, cycling over from you know players leaving and graduating transfer portal and so it's good to see get some big wins
0: so on the women's side we saw Utah Tech defeat Jacksonville State Uh, we had a good matchup between Stephen F. Austin and Liberty they come out on the uh, wrong end of that by three points uh, but uh, a very entertaining matchup there UTRGV and Florida International was also a very close matchup so getting some big big games right away we saw um tuesday night there was a lot of power five uh ut arlington played texas you went to utah valley and byu
1: i did i did
0: so what were your thoughts on that one
1: you know i think utah valley was one of those big teams so we didn't have a whole lot of uh you know there were a lot of question marks surrounding the team so many new players um kaylee bion was a freshman last year she made a big impact and so you know, I think there's still obviously work to be done. It's early in the season, but um, they hung tight with BYU for you know a majority of it. Some things they need to clean up uh, defensively, but really Im- impressive and you know good to see uh, get our teams you know playing against uh, a power five foe now that they're in the Big Twelve Conference.
0: Yeah, very exciting. So this was part of your whack road trip. Whack road trip to <laughs> Utah Valley. Well, you know we're uh, we're so excited. We're gonna have uh, Kendra coming on next segment.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: double Kendra. I mean Jess.
1: <laughs> it's not the same. Just kidding, yes. Jess. You it's, didn't it's, hear. It's, that. it's
0: like parents. Your parents ever confuse you and your sister? They do
1: all the, time, all the time. All the time. My mom will be like Kristen, and I'm like, she's not even here. I'm the only <laughs> one here. Why are you thinking about her and not me? Just uh,
0: kidding. Mom, I love you. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take just a break. You're listening to the White Podcast.
1: I'm in, I'm in the mess. Stay with us. Ow, ow.
0: Welcome back to the Black Podcast. We are at the Lockhart Marina on the campus of Utah Valley University in Provo, Utah. Now joined by Kendra Sheehan. Oh. I mean Jess Rapper. Wow. I, I called Kendra what? Called her Jess twice. Oh, it's me That's because you. So I told way. her I would do the same thing for you. So now I've done it twice because I said coming up next, Kendra Sheehan. Well,
2: yeah. Well, for it's me, I joke. already thought it was a joke.
0: I so know. she says she's already been replaced. Jess just comes out easier than Kendra, I guess. It's one syllable. Yeah. It's...
1: Four letters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, welcome back. Volleyball. You're a former volleyball player yes. yourself, as I understand. I it.
2: I'm not, you know, I don't have favorites, but volleyball is my favorite. <laughs> I love volleyball.
0: So tournament starts thursday we got four matches semifinals on friday championship on saturday but today wednesday as we're shooting this all conference awards came out and i don't think a lot of big surprises Mm-mm. um if you've been following WAC volleyball all year but uh Stephen f austin of course 16 and 0 38th ranked team in rpi in the country they i think would have a 27 match home win streak i know a- yeah longest in the country yeah and- so no surprise they get player of the year
2: no twenty seven and three overall just to you lose three matches in a season is really good for them, so, um, this is their best season in the wax so far. I think the first year that they were here in 2021, um one it was they were eight and five, I think, and then next year they were like eleven and thirteen, and now they're
0: sixteen and oh well, and thirteen doesn't sound correct.
2: I just no 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 eleven and eight six. Hold on. Let me double check.
0: So last year, they (laughs) they were, I believe, the two seed in the tournament. Yes. And won the tournament. Yes. Went to the NCAAs. This year, you know, they clearly win the championship in the regular season, the one seed. And the Black Player of the Year, which I was trying to put it on the tee for you, Elon Bradley.
2: I'm sorry, I went off on a a tangent. Elon Bradley, though, been playing so good all year round. Black Player of the Week probably
0: several times yes several <laughs> times center of the year goes to claire mitchell of grand canyon again uh outstanding player we talked to coach nolan on our broadcast calls and, and he said there you know as soon as the season was over she said she's coming back so there was no question that claire mitchell was going to be back for that fifth year
2: i love that for her. and that says a lot about the program too right just immediately after the season's over like i'm coming back don't even need to think about it it's right. like my fifth year i'm using it i'm here so that's really good for them Amazing, just athlete and player for that team. I'm, she's leading the team ever since she got there. You know, setter of the year. Just her third time in her career getting this honor. So, amazing accomplishment, amazing career from her. You know, I just would love to see how it ends in this gym this week.
0: Libero of the year goes to UTRGV.
2: Yes, Kiara Liz Perez. She's been good all year. Four point eight three in the conference digs per set. That's not, you know. Not common, but to get almost close to five is kind of hard, especially in the, what, 16-game window?
0: Yeah. And, and a very tough conference yes. as well. The uh, Freshman of the Year goes to Nicole Mauser of California Baptist, Coach of the Year, no surprise. Debbie Humphreys, who won her 800th match this past season and going 16-0 in conference, 27-3 and overall. So congratulations to all our major award winners. WAC Volleyball Tournament gets underway 10 a.m. Mountain Time.
2: 10 a.m on right uh, Thursday
0: right <laughs> off the bat Grand Canyon California Baptist two two very good teams uh two teams that have seen each other a lot they're their mm-hmm. travel partners mm-hmm. you know it's not terribly far between Phoenix and LA and they got to play at 10 a.m and and you've played volleyball a long time when you play your most important match of the year all of a sudden it's at a little different time does that's you know, when do you eat breakfast? When do you have your coffee? Yeah. Those kind of things.
2: I think it's kind of, you know, hard. You definitely have to get in that mindset early. You definitely need to go to sleep at an uh, early time at night, you know, and then.
0: And they're at our hotel. Too,
2: yes, so. they are at our hotel. Grand Canyon is. Grand Canyon is at our hotel. <laughs> Not California. Guys. Grand Canyon is at our hotel. But, um, you know, our hotel is offering breakfast from 6 to 10. So they don't have any issues there. <laughs> they can get their breakfast straight at 6 a.m Um, but I think it's just kind of hard like I said like you have to wake up you have to get your mind right it's a lot of things to prepare especially when you have a game on the line like this an important game where you want to get to the championship of the WAC pro- I mean of the WAC championship and then you know to automatically not automatically but to win that one to get the automatic mm-hmm. NCAA so you could play in the NCAA um, volleyball tournament so it's just hard you know and bright and early like that especially time zones we have three time zones so it's just like Thank God for the Well, in
0: California Baptist, it's 9 a.m. Pacific time when they were playing. Yeah. Now we just had the time change also. Yeah. So I think it kind of averages out, right?
2: Here we go with the mountain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we are in mountain standard time now, right? Standard. S, okay. because the D is when it's daylight. Yes. Thank yeah! you. It's sinking in finally. Second match of the day will be UTRGV against Tarleton State. Tarleton played Monday. Yes. And now they're playing Thursday. So Kind of an odd week in terms of schedule for the Texans. But and, they
2: could you they could use that to their advantage, though. And also also their first
0: time in the WAC tournament. Yeah. So
2: they've joined the WAC in what, 2019?
0: 2019. They were not during our previous yeah. We previously we did not have uh teams that were not eligible for the NCAA mm-hmm. tournament qualify for the WAC tournament. Mm-hmm. Commissioner Brian Thornton last year changed that rule and now Teams that are transitioning is what mm-hmm. we call it from D two to D one. They are eligible. We saw Utah Tech mm-hmm. women's soccer, men's soccer, both qualify. We saw we see Tarleton State here, so they're very excited. This is their first tournament. Yes, uh, they're playing UTRGV though. This is a team that's had a lot of success in the WAC the last few years. For sure. Uh, Todd, Lowry, you mentioned they they have a lot of talent on that team, so that'll be an interesting matchup. 1 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow.
2: Yes, well, Tarleton's on a hot streak. I feel like they just defeated Abilene on Monday, four sets, three to one, um, and I, they've just been on a hot streak. this second half of the conference, they beat Grand Canyon. This um, second half of the conference, so I think they'll take that into this game tomorrow. It will definitely be a good game. Don't count Tarleton out. I think you know, I think seeding is always funny when you look at like you know number three, UTRGV, number six, Tarleton. But I, honestly, Seton doesn't matter when you're playing for a WAC championship.
0: We have our next team uh, coming into practice here, UT Arlington. So want to kind of get through our <laughs> podcast here. So we don't have any issues, but uh, the number three game or three match of the day, Stephen F. Austin, as you mentioned, number one team playing number eight, Abilene Christian, the Wildcats brand new head coach. Yeah. Uh, she just got named in July, gets the team into the tournament, but Stephen F. Austin, they look like uh, as good a team maybe as the Wax scene since I've been here for six, seven years.
2: Yes, it's just like we've been saying all year, they just don't have anybody that can not put the ball down I feel like or make those runs and I was having a conversation with yes with someone yesterday and we were just saying like even when they're down six seven points in a set it's just like they come back and they, they remain calm they remain poised so Debbie Humphreys has been doing a tremendous job with that team and just letting them know that it's okay if we're down six points you know we can get back and we can win the set so we've seen it multiple times before within this season from them and it's just when you have a poised team like that that doesn't you know break down under pressure it's hard to beat them
0: and they have not gone to five sets yet.
2: Exactly. Only been to four so yeah. far. So no five set matches for SFA, but that could change. That could
0: change. That's that's what the tournament's all about. And then the final match of the night will be the host, Utah Valley, taking on these uh, the team behind us now, UT Arlington. This is a, a matchup we saw last year. Yes. And Utah Valley came out on top of that one. Sam has had a lot of success in the WAC tournament, a couple of titles.
2: Eleven straight tournament appearance for Utah Valley, actually.
0: Very, very good stat. Look at that. that. Uh, You know, would have to be the longest in the conference, right? Oh, for sure.
2: I mean, they joined the conference in 2013. They've been in the WAC tournament ever since. So,
0: yeah. yeah. UT Arlington just joined last year, and they're back in the WAC tournament. But JT Wenger, their coach, I mean, this is a team that was uh, coming into the uh, conference play, one of the top teams, Mm -hmm. finished number four that they're they're i mean that that's one of the biggest matchups i'm looking forward to uh, oh no for
2: sure and to have it to be the last game of the yeah. night is always good to have the tight game that tight matchup um i was also talking to somebody else yesterday and it was on the utah valley staff and they were just talking about that game during the season where utah valley lost to uta and they were just like it it was so close and it was just like it could have been anybody's game at that point and uta ended up being on top so both these teams know it. it'll be a hard fought match tomorrow so it'll be very interesting to watch UTA has Brianna Ford
0: anyway they were all conference.
2: Yeah so UTA has two all conference um players on their team right now that's putting down tremendous numbers for UTA probably at least Actually I'm trying
0: to remember cuz coach said Brianna Brianna There's one player on their team that goes by Brianna one team goes by Brianna.
2: Yeah so they spell it different Brianna Ford is B R I A N N A and yes, then the other one correct. is B R I A N A or either B R E <laughs> but they do have two <laughs> Brianna's, Brianna's. Um, So I'm pretty sure they get mixed up in practice all the time.
0: So that'll be the first round on Thursday, the quarterfinals. And we have the semis on Friday. That'll be at three and six in the championship then on Saturday. Mountain so time. This is all mountain time. This is facts. <laughs> so a lot to look forward to here from the WAC Volleyball Tournament in Orem, Utah. I also wanted to mention uh, the... Cross country national championships, I believe, happening this weekend.
2: Everything happens all at the same time. Always. It
0: does. They got to get done before Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> true,
2: that is true. But I mean, men's soccer is playing during Thanksgiving, aren't they? Yeah. The NCAA uh, tournament. So,
0: so, uh, yeah, I think they do.
2: I thought that was weird. Well, I
0: mean, uh, a few years back, we actually had the WAG volleyball tournament Thanksgiving Day. The really? First, first round was Thanksgiving Day. That should be illegal. Four matches. <laughs> Four, <laughs> Four matches way. on a holiday. Oh. <laughs> actually, might have been. Might have been. Th- I don't know. I have to look it yeah. up. It was, <laughs> CSU Bakersfield was the host. Okay. They're still in the league. And in their hospitality room, they had like a turkey loaf. You know, and it was just
1: mean, just. That it is was, a
0: was, <laughs> You know, Thanksgiving, but, Turkey uh,
2: loaf. Oh, no.
0: You know. Anyway, so a lot to look forward to here at the WAC Volleyball Tournament. You got anything else? You got any shout outs?
2: and to ESPN Plus this week. You get seven matches, great matches at that. If you're missing out, why are you even listening to this podcast at that? Well, point?
0: and and also we encourage people to tune in early because uh, our numbers last year. I was looking at we uh, those early matches Thursday, you know, mm-hmm. nine a.m. Pacific, like yeah. you said. Hopefully, hopefully the. Uh fans and everybody will be turning up too I'll watch watching. While
2: you're sitting at your desk at home or at work, you know, have ESPN on one of those laptop, yeah. on, on those screens. You got double screens. I feel like everybody has double screens everybody now. Does. So one screen, have you work. So other screen, ESPN Plus, WAG Volleyball. I love it.
0: Alright, thank you, Kendra. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, that's it for this week's Wack Podcast.
2: Yay! I, I actually feel like that last because I just did it sounded like Kendra. So, you know, I like it. It's okay.